That's a dreadful ball and Chelsea could be in here with Goff who goes for goal and scores! Finds the back of the net! Henri! What a goal! Inspiration for Arsenal from Thierry Henri! Miller, lovely cushion header for The Ghost Goal Podcast. Welcome to the Ghost Goal Podcast preview show. I'm Alex here with Javier uh, in the flesh. No remote pod this week, um, but Andrew is sadly off. We had to sacrifice him to get this uh, to, to happen. He's also busy with the Super Bowl coverage uh, coming up. It's a real big this weekend. Big week for him in, the, in his job, so I'm sure he's going to be slammed. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's such a big week that in other jobs they refer to their busy week as it's like our Super Bowl week. Right. Except his is actually Super Bowl week. Exactly. So, shout out to Andrew. We got you in our thoughts. Uh, but there's plenty of Premier League games uh, to preview and transfers to talk about and uh, bets to place. So uh, we're going to launch right into it in the hopes of getting as much in as possible. A humdinger to start the weekend. Leicester City versus Chelsea. Uh, why is this at 7.30? Saturday morning, 7.30 we gotta in the morning. got to wake up for this now. Yeah. I mean, I'm okay with it. I, mean, uh, I, don't know, I don't know what Leicester's situation is, but Chelsea had the week off after the FA Cup and then they have their two-week break. And won't play again until Manchester United. Did you guys get home. eliminated from the FA Cup? Or? No, we beat Hull away, okay. so we don't we don't have a playoff or not. Playoff. Oh, you didn't have a replay. We don't, we don't have a replay. Oh, the replays were this weekend. Gotcha. So we managed to avoid that, so we get the full two week break, so we can play the full starters against Leicester City. I'm optimistic, just because a, a real theme for Chelsea has been that home has been where the struggles have been against teams that sit defensively. That's no secret anymore. That's Chelsea's identity now that they're trying to overcome. But in a game like this with Leicester's best attacking player, their best goal scorer missing, I feel like. There is a sneaky chance that Chelsea go in and win. Um, am I being over optimistic? Like, like Jamie Vardy's, he's out for this definitely. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Okay, so then I mean, yeah, if he's if he's out for this, I would. I think you guys could have a chance. I, you guys have been you better probably no away from home. chance with Vardy, like if he's playing, no chance at all. No, I just think Leicester City have been really good at home. Lost to Burnley, didn't they? Just or was that at Burnley? I think it was at Burnley. I, I can't remember, but they just lost to Burnley, and then Burnley followed that up with a win at Manchester United, so it's kind of hard to, I guess, place what those results yeah, mean. Yeah, it was at Burnley. It was at Burnley. Okay, so that's a tougher game than... But they did lose at home to Southampton. That's the one I was thinking of, the home game. But they've got like a resounding uh, 4-1 win against, who was it, West Ham since then, so right. that's kind of got them back on track, uh, even without Fardy. So Harvey Barnes, Jose Perez, they look really good right now. They've kind of been stepping up in, uh, in Vardy's stead. And they, they've got a lot of depth, it seems. I don't know how Rodgers has turned this team into, I mean, what looks like they're going to be a pretty surefire top four. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would say at this point it would be a real choke job for them to lose. To, right, they're 18 four. points ahead of Arsenal, like 15 ahead of Tottenham and United, and something like eight ahead of you guys. So, uh, Yeah, I don't think that's up for debate anymore. I think it's just, can they get at least, Leicester City's standpoint, I, mean, I think can it's they get possible that they could collapse. I think if you guys like beat them here, yeah, that would be three losses, losses in four games, and they would definitely not. Their only win would be against West Ham. The last you know four games, they would probably be, you know, they would be a little bit of a, their first patch of real bad form in the season, and and it'd be interesting to see how they come out of it. So I'm curious to see. I think if they come out of this with a win, then they'd be you know on a few wins on the trot. I think they won in the FA Cup. No, uh, yeah, they won in the FA Cup, but they 
uh, lost in the Carabao Cup semifinal to Aston right. Villa at the last minute. They've so, had a lot of games recently. So, yeah, maybe that's another chance for right. Chelsea. The, the only thing that you kind of, I don't know if worry is the right word, but the only thing I'm not certain of is whether uh, Frank keeps that, uh, that center-back pairing of Christensen and Rudiger. In my opinion... Rudiger's been a little shaky. Christensen's been the better of the two of them since he's gotten this run of games from like the middle of January to, to now. But Rudiger made uh, a couple of pretty significant errors over the last uh, couple of games that you're just kind of like, all right, maybe time to rotate in Fikayo Tomori or uh, Zuma yeah, or something like that. It seems like he's that. still finding his like feet after the injury and his fitness. Yeah, yeah, he's not been... I wouldn't say Rudiger's been really terrible. high on him last season. Yeah, but then he got that injury at Manchester United that kept him out until... I think he, he was playing in the German, German team, right? Or he was he was at least making the team. I don't know if he was starting for Germany, but he was making the team. Yeah, at this for a point, while He's there. not even in the picture, so... Yeah, he won't he won't be in the picture, for, I don't think. For the Euros, for, probably uh, not. Unless he gets back in the Chelsea... Or stays in the Chelsea team and plays out the rest of the season pretty well. Right. Wouldn't say never, but if I'm right, and he does rotate a little bit, because that centre-back is a position that we can't afford to kind of rotate in and like test our yeah, options. Yeah, Poor kind of been dropped... Well, he had an injury. And right, that's why. kind of underplayed, why, but yeah. he's back from that now. He wants to keep playing. Zuma, I'm sure, would be chomping at the bit to get game time. But uh, it's and then there's the Tammy Abraham injury. If that ends up keeping him out of this game, and it's Mishi Bakshiwai, then we're in trouble. Right. <laughs> like we're not winning. Uh, I, I'm not going to be placing a bet on this game, uh, though. I do kind of like Chelsea's odds. I think they're a plus one sixty five uh, to win straight up away from home. So um, if you're if you're feeling Chelsea are, are back on uh, back on task, then go for that. But uh, who who would you favor in this one? Maybe not in a betting sense. Who, who I mean, it seems like you guys are both on similar form. Like Leicester's had a couple losses. You guys have had a couple draws and a loss recently. So I, I'm I'm yeah I'm, I'm I think I draw is, is what I think is going to happen here. I would take um, that. I would absolutely take that. I think that would probably be good for both of you because you know. Ultimately, this is just going to be a slugfest to the end of the season, and any points you get, I, I don't think it's going to be like a seventy-point finish for fourth. I think it's going to be like sixty-seven or sixty-six. It was around that last year. I think we eventually got to seventy-three. Right, but I don't like think it's going to be to that get, high to get third. I don't think it's going to be that fourth, high. It's going to be a lot lower for right. sure. I think, I think it's going to be that high for fourth. So, I think uh, right now, any point you can get versus uh, any of Liverpool, City, or, or Leicester right now this year is going to be really good for uh, for any of Chelsea, United, Tottenham. Wolves, Arsenal, all of us that are you know vying for that fourth spot. So I guess you could even throw Everton in there under Ancelotti, maybe. Yeah, I mean it, it depends when you when you play them. But Leicester City, I, mean, I think we got we got a draw at Stamford Bridge in the second game of the season against them, and we were lucky to draw one one. Right, they absolutely dominated us in yeah. the second half. We've grown and changed since then, but they've also probably gotten better. So it's going to be a big test. Uh, I'm relatively optimistic, but let's move on real quickly to one of the 10 a.m. games, which is going to be Liverpool hosting Southampton. Liverpool came off today. They just beat West Ham in a rescheduled game from uh, early on in the season when they went to the Club World Cup, beat them 2-0 at West Ham, and supposedly they're going to play them again in like a week or two after this After this Southampton game at home. They've got West Ham at home soon <laughs> after. which poor was West regularly Ham. Sca- really poor for West Ham, who are, really? con- who are struggling with relegation right yeah, now. Yeah, like they're going to be down in the... Two Liverpool games. Right. They're going to be down in the relegation zone right now. They, they, they've... They're, they're off of uh, the relegation zone by goal difference. They've actually got uh, a big game with uh, Brighton this weekend, also at 10 a.m. Yeah, which... we're going to get into the relegation discussion a little bit later. Uh, but the Liverpool-Southampton game, 
at Southampton. It's well documented. They're playing really, really well right now. Probably They're, one of the best sport form teams of like mid table. They have more points than Arsenal right now. It's, <laughs> I don't know how that's no, possible. That, that's not doing really well. Don't worry about that. Let's. All right. <laughs> From they, where they were earlier right, in the season, they were, this which is everyone was impressive. like they're going down. Yeah, well, like at the beginning of the season, down. right? They could go down. They've beaten Palace two 0 They got a just got an away win at Palace. Um, they barely lost against Wolves three two. Had the lead in that. Uh, had the lead in that. Lead. They won away at Leicester before that. They won home Tottenham before that. Drew with Crystal Palace. So they, they've they've been on a really good run. Danny Ings has been playing fantastic. The rest of the team has started to chip in goals. Um, Nathan Redmond. Yeah, you Nathan Redmond. Last week? Yeah, absolutely. He also got an assist. They they look like they're flying right now. Um, they don't Could look they like they're going to be. Could they do it? Could they end the Liverpool challenge, home streak? Challenge. Oh, end the Liverpool home streak. I was thinking about it. It's at plus a thousand. I was like toying with the toying with the thought of it, and yeah, I don't know. Uh, like they've been on such good form. Don't toy with it. Do it or don't do it. What what, what are you gonna do? No. No, I don't think it's going to be Southampton. I don't blame you, but 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 don't tease it so much. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I know, I know. I was I was weighing it up. I was weighing it up. But like a plus a thousand, it sounds kind of good, right? Uh, yeah, when uh, until you mentioned that it's at Liverpool and they haven't lost there for two years, right? So, or yeah, uh, the, you know, did, we didn't we didn't bring this up. I don't think on the last pod, but um, yeah, Liverpool have out now. So they've won the last two straight games. They've now. Gotten ninety six out of the last. Well, no, wasn't it ninety one out of the last ninety three? Yeah, ninety one of the last. And that was before. 90, so ninety seven. And that was before. They've no. won two games, two more games, right? Oh, since then. Yeah, been they've the, won two more games. Yeah, I mean, the stat was obscene to begin right. with. Right, but it just any every time you keep adding on. Ninety one of the last ninety three available points was the stat last week. Right. Uh, and they've won they, two they've games won. since then. Yeah. Ugh, it's it's really obscene. That's like I don't understand how they keep winning. I'll just say it. That's all time stuff. It is. This is this is. They, they have to finish the job. Right. They if have they, to finish the job. It's pretty. But simple. if they go and win the Champions League and the league this year, then they can start being like we're the best Premier League team ever. Probably. Add to that. What if they won the FA Cup? They have Shrewsbury yeah, at home and a they replay. Could, I mean, they could, they're, they're but I don't, I don't think they'll be able to push themselves together. Supposedly, that far, they're they're going to take that replay off because they want to. The, the first team wants to honor the winter break that was scheduled. So they're going to have the U23s play it like they did with the Carabao Cup and Aston Villa, and they got hammered in that. So it's a different it's a different opposition, obviously, like a League One side, Shrewsbury, coming to Anfield. They could still win that, though, with their kids. And then they've got Chelsea away in the next round of the FA Cup if they, they win that Shrewsbury game. And they could beat us and be on for a treble. And then right. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate thing that Klopp could do. And, you know, there's been a lot of debate over whether he's taking it seriously enough whether like it's kind of disrespectful. Did to United the FA win Cup. the Champions League? They won the treble. They, they won. won the, they did win the treble yeah, in '99, right? The only team to do it. Okay. So Liverpool, if they did that and had this kind of run in the league, United were fighting till like the last week with Arsenal in the league that year, right? When right. they, or maybe it was Newcastle. I might. I mean, Liverpool are just going to walk the league this year, so. So that's even more impressive. So they could top their biggest rival's greatest achievement if they win those three trophies. Now, there's a reason there's only one other team to do it. This is probably one of the toughest times to try and replicate that in terms of the level of competition from top to bottom and obviously in the Champions League. But I, I don't think you can deny them at this point that they're good enough to do it. They just keep... If they do run into like a, a slight roadblock, like Wolves equalizing with uh, 15 minutes to go last week or 
Uh, they always come they, through. They it's just crazy. always yeah, come I through. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't get it. That's the stuff of like a really, really good team. Yeah, like they're obviously champions. Team. We all know that they're going to win the league. So but. until I see it, I'm not going to try and predict Southampton to go away to Anfield and, and win. I right. just can't. You know, yeah, they, like you there's can't. no reason. You just can't to, right now. No matter how well Southampton have been playing for ten games, that doesn't overcome everything Liverpool have done. So um, we're not going to place any bets on that. But it's pretty solid Liverpool to win there. Uh, that's also again that's in the 10 a.m. slot. Um, we're going to get to a couple other 10 a.m. games later on, but uh, first, finishing out Saturday, there's Manchester United hosting Wolves at 12.30 p.m. Another, re- another really good top half of the table game. Two teams, uh, I think they're level on points. They're both vying for, uh, I guess, the right to get in to fourth place. Both Wolves. on 34 points. Yeah, it looks like, I mean, these are two teams that didn't have the best starts this season, have kind of gotten themselves going again recently uh united less so wolves i guess i guess both of them have just been up and down a lot up and down a lot like arsenal a lot like tottenham um even even to a certain extent chelsea wolves get the benefit of the doubt in terms of their perception because obviously we've seen manchester united not this team but other manchester united teams uh yeah they've only considered this position not a good one in an unsuccessful season. Meanwhile, with Wolves, we're looking at them in the hunt for the top four. Right. Definitely still in the hunt. Despite they're definitely in it. only having one win in their last five in the league. Isn't really great form, but they're maintaining the pace with the other dog shit performances from the, the rest of Chelsea and Manchester United and Tottenham. To be fair them. to them, two of those games were against Liverpool. So Yeah, that is true. And they only lost 1-0 and 2-1 to Liverpool, which is, again, not that bad. If you're uh, Didn't they have City in that time, too? Uh they no, they lost away to away to Watford. They drew with Newcastle. They beat Southampton, and then they've lost to Liverpool again. So they they've had they've had some yeah they've had some tough ones. They've had some a couple of bad results that they that that's been like their thing this year. Is they've they've been getting like okay results against some of the bigger teams, um, but they've been slipping against against Watford against Newcastle. Um, but if they had won those games, they'd be up there with you guys right now. I mean, they basically are. Chelsea are so are so uh, like up know, and down right now. Down yeah, that, like five points is not, or six points, I guess. Yeah, is. six points. Like it's right it's now. good that Chelsea have that lead, but it's so it's much more precarious than than it looks. Definitely. Um, so all it take all it's going to take is for one of these three of Manchester United, Tottenham, and and Wolves most likely to sort of seize their league form, take it the most seriously, and and carve out like a run of results for them to just be right bet there within like a point or something. So, uh, I kind of like Wolves. I, I mean, the, the Bruno Fernandes signing, which was finally uh, uh, sealed, I think, today, earlier today, by Manchester United. He's a great uh, goal-scoring Portuguese midfield player, if you're not familiar with him. He might be him. talismanic for them if he plays. He, he might, uh, he's he might have that a pretty, pretty good debut. Even though he is in his mid-20s now, he's not what you would describe as a young player, but he's rounding into like the peak years of his career, you'd think. And he's always been good, but adding the end product in Portugal... It's uh, it's going to be interesting to see whether yeah, that end translate. product translates because he was in Italy uh, before for with Sampdoria, right? And he was a good player there, but never had the kinds of twenty plus goal scoring numbers that he notched up. Yeah, but that's Portugal. Portugal shit. So we can't take that too seriously. Well, well how good is Serie A right now? Isn't Serie A that shit. much yeah, better Chiro than Portugal? Yeah, scoring thirty goals. And right. Ronaldo at thirty five is banging in hat tricks and still looks good but let's be honest here like we've seen Chiro Mobile in some other leagues uh, around Europe and he he wasn't good in in England he wasn't good in Germany so i think we got to we got to take it with a grain of salt that Bruno Fernandez coming over here even though he, he's a he's a good goal scoring midfielder 
you know, I don't think he's just gonna bang in ten goals for United this season or something. Um, but yeah, he very well, he could. You think so? Because this guy comes in and bangs in ten goals for United, I'm because he's not scoring. He's not scoring bad goals, if that makes sense. He he scores a lot of 25, 30 yard screamers, which shows you he's got the technical ability to threaten from there and kind of pull players out of their uh, their deep positions, which is something United really need. Uh, and then he's shown that he's got like a little bit of a predatory instinct too. I wouldn't say he's better than Frank Lampard, even though he's putting up similar kinds of Whoa. numbers. Calm down there. Well, no, no, but that's the player that, like, you, people if, are comparing if you Google, to him if you Google Bruno Fernandez, Frank Lampard, you will see a bunch of articles about Bruno Fernandez scoring more goals. It's really scary comparison. Like, I'm, Frank Lampard I'm not excited to be midfielder. playing against that guy this year. Yeah, we've got him next, so <laughs> he's got a two-week break, be, and then he gets to come uh, to Stanford Bridge. Should be a good Bridge. time. This should be a good game. But yeah, I this this is this should be a fun game. Um, I think there's going to be goals. Uh, both of these teams haven't been at their best defensively this year. And I think that Manchester United, I mean, they have been kind of a, a team that likes to sit back and play on the counterattack, but so is Wolves. So I think when two teams like that play against each other, uh, it, it ends up having goals and it ends up being... I feel like we've seen it kind of recently. Didn't United beat Wolves in like the FA Cup or the something or the Carabao Cup or something at home pretty recently? Mata scored. Yeah, yeah, they've beaten them. They, Those were, they were both playing pretty strong teams. Maybe not their strongest, but two pretty strong teams. So, but I kind of like uh, I kind of like a draw in this game. Um, I, I like the United and Wolves both to score and draw at plus three fifty. Um, I could almost even see a Wolves result in this game, like you said. But I think the the Bruno Fernandez signing will be enough to to keep United in this, and I think honestly a draw wouldn't be the worst result. But if either one of these teams gets a win, they'd definitely be like pushing themselves into being that next like kind of team that with along with Chelsea to to be going for that fourth spot. So because well, I think Tottenham are not going to win this weekend, and I mean Arsenal are too far back still. So right. What what do you make of United winning at Manchester City earlier today, one nil? but not going through over the two legs. They lost 3-1 in the first leg and only got a 1-0 result to end the two legs on 3-2 today. Are you looking at that like, oh, it's a 1-0 win at Manchester City, that's a huge boost, or are you like, it doesn't matter in the context, the greater context of what it was, it's not it's not that significant because they didn't go through? I mean, I'm sure that's going to be like a positive point for them. I'm sure it's going to be a positive talking point where they can be like, look, we went away and, and won against a really big team. So that might give them some confidence, sure. Um, but I think that is there any more meaningless way to win twice at Manchester City, right? In one and season? just not and not get anything from it. I mean, I guess they got something from the league, but you know they're helping Liverpool win the league by beating Manchester City. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's just it, it feels like any other season winning twice at Manchester City would be kind of a big deal, but you right, know, within right. the context, it's not at all. If I was going to bet, I wouldn't bother taking the odds of Manchester United. I'm not sure what they are, but I'm guessing they're better. Like, I guess you get better odds betting on Wolves. I would probably go for that over like a draw. Draw could happen, absolutely. Wolves are good enough. United are crappy defensively uh, enough. So, uh, yeah, Javier's better of the week. United and Wolves both to score uh, in a draw. Plus 350. Uh, so let's move on to Sunday. Two more really good games. Burnley and Arsenal to start us off. 9 a.m., why are Burnley turning the corner right now? Like, that sucks. But we've turned the corner, too. So this should be kind of a fun game. I feel like there's going to be goals. Definitely probably not going to be clean sheets from either of us. But it's interesting that Arsenal are finally an away favorite in this game. Like, I don't think I've really seen minus a betting line. Yeah. A betting line. No, minus 105. 105, okay. Yeah, not like that big of a favorite. But 
I haven't seen uh, Arsenal be an away favorite in, in almost any any game this year. So uh, it's been it's probably been since last season. To and be I think I think it's we haven't lost in the last five games. We uh, we won in the FA Cup and then we we beat. I mean we've had three draws. We we beat United, which has been our like best result other than Arteta. Had that pa- Crystal draw with Crystal Palace where we had a red card. Uh, draw with Sheffield United where we had a sorry yeah or we know we had the red card against Sheffield United. And then we had a red card against Chelsea. I think you didn't have a red card against Sheffield. It was Crystal Palace and Chelsea. The right, red cards right. In. We've had two red cards. You just gave both away of those a draws. one goal lead at home yeah. to Sheffield, just like we did with the two goals. Right in the last minute. Turns out yeah. Sheffield United are pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty it's good. It's not an easy. It's not an easy game. But we've come out of this run of games where I thought we were going to lose some of these games, um, and not not having lost them, and having a not like a lot of control in the games, but having spirit, having uh, being able to take leads, and then. You know, uh, being able to come back in a really difficult situation against Chelsea gives me hope that in this game we could get a result. Um, even though Burnley have won their last two games, they've looked pretty shit while doing them. Like, I don't know if you've watched. It's the Burnley. only way. Like, but like, <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> but they just get destroyed until they score a goal. Yeah. Like, they're just like getting pinned back and just like hoofing the ball up the field. And it's just like hoping, psychological like, in that regard. Right. I can't it's think like, of. There's other teams that like you can think of. Recently, like they just get battered, and then they, they, they're suddenly they're up two 0 Yeah, but like there's other teams that you think of that have like deployed a similar strategy of like playing defensively solid and then just like nicking a goal on a set piece. Like that's not right. like a rare thing. But Burnley do it in such a way that's just so much more frustrating. It's hard to like quantify that because it's like any time they win a free kick, just past midfield, they like slowly walk everyone up to the front, right around your eighteen yard box, and they just lump it to the back post and try and get it knocked back to the center or across goal for someone else to finish off. And they are so good at executing that that you'll be dominating a game. Uh, they can barely touch the ball. And all of a sudden they've got that one set piece and they almost score. And you're thinking, what the hell? And all of a sudden you're far more on your toes and overthinking things than you would have been five minutes before when you had the ball and everything was, was fine. It, it's the frustration and the psychological side of playing that I think, that I think is tough. That being said, before that Man United win, uh, a win at Old Trafford, their record against like the conventional top six was really bad, terrible. Two also, losses to Chelsea. Aubameyang, Aubameyang, because I think scored seven goals in the last three games against Burnley, like a hat trick and two braces. So should be yeah, uh, not, not bad, not bad. He's uh, probably going to score some goals against. Should I bring Burnley. him in for Tammy Abraham no, 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 in fantasy? No. Is that what you're saying? No, no, Tammy's just, injured. I should bring in. I should bring wait, in. Tammy's uh, hurt as well. Yeah, he might be hurt. Fucking. Well, I got rid of him already. <laughs> I brought in Danny Ings. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this game will be. I think Burnley probably score. We haven't we haven't been keeping clean sheets under our teeth at all. But two one Arsenal. Yeah, two one Arsenal. That's what I'm thinking too. And you guys will take it way more seriously than you we'll, need to. We'll probably go up two nil. Yeah. <laughs> take off a couple of players. I can see that. And then they're gonna score a goal off like a set piece and make it nervy. Yeah. Um, they could. Maybe I, I want to see more back. Martinelli. Like I just want to see that kid starting. I want to see him play. I hope that like Oba coming back doesn't push him out of the team. Um, I would almost, you rather push out I almost, him or Pepe. I'd, I'd rather Martinelli play than Pepe right now. Yeah, I, I don't Pepe, disagree. Pepe with has that. not been producing. He's been the end better. Product. He's been better. Pepe's he, been better. He just scored the goal against United. But and... Martinelli has ten goals this season already, and I just want to see him play. I want to see if, how far this kid can get um, in his first season for Arsenal, and he definitely deserves the game time. Uh, like uh, he may win our Player of the Month for the last month. Like. Yeah, which maybe. would be pretty crazy maybe. for a eighteen-year-old uh, in his debut season coming in into the Premier League. It doesn't happen very often that a teenager comes in um, and 
is able to score on his Premier League debut. Is he the same age as Gabriel FA Jesus Cup when debut, he came in? Carabao Cup debut, Europa debut. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> that's pretty good that he's uh, he's been scoring in all of those, and he's got 10 goals already in all competitions this season, which, again, for an 18-year-old kid it, at in the first team, it just doesn't happen very often. Um, I, I think Tammy may have been scoring some, like double-digit goals, but not, not, in the Premier not in the Premier League. No, no, no. No, no, no but not exactly. In the championship teams... That's what I'm saying. If he was on loan or something, uh, like a in, in in a on a worse team, I wouldn't be as excited. But you know, he's he looks to be the real deal. He really does. There isn't many players who, who at that that young of an age in the first team make that big of an impression to score that many goals. So, like a lot of composure, hard work, and yeah, I'm excited for him. Reese Nelson's looked really good under Arteta. Uh, Lucas Torreira has just been a completely different player to what we saw. Under Emery, you know Torreira under Emery. Yeah, he's not being played at like I know in the attacking it, third. The and Arteta game. played that position that Torreira plays. So you 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 think that like they both speak Spanish? I mean, I know he spoke Spanish with Arteta, but you know with uh, Emery with Emery and Arteta's English is much much better than Emery's. So I'm sure like the communication between you know everyone is much better sure. with Arteta, and it even feels like Granit Xhaka, who I never thought would you know. Could redeem himself. By all accounts, he never should have played for Arsenal again right. after telling the fans to fuck off. But he's been good. He's been... Yeah, yeah, he has. He slotted in at center I back know, when and, you guys went down a man. played really well, yeah. yeah. It's, which is just, again, really weird to me that uh, some of these players that traditionally have just been awful for us or were terrible under Emery and, and under Wenger have now improved a lot under under Arteta. So I think we have a lot to like look forward to in terms of progression of the team because... There's a lot of players who, uh, you know, I, I have to mention Ozil now. I know I didn't do it in the last spot, Alex. I can't do it, Javier. I have to. I have to. He's been he's been pretty good. You know what I have to do then, right? What? Well, I mean, still, I still want I have to, to shame him. you if you do I have it. I still have to sell him, but he's been good. He's been <laughs> working is, okay, hard. Wait, can I just... Is the point of this that you're happy he's playing well because it means it makes him more sellable? Yes. That, he's already said he's going to see no, out the rest but like, of his contract. That as well as, like... At least, like, earn some of your fucking wages, dude. Like, you make 350000 a week. Like, you better be sure. performing and, like, doing something. Like, yeah, which, He's been like, doing that since Arteta came in. I, so I that's he, what I'm saying. You, you can't deny that. Just... That he's clearly motivated to show so, something, again. But which, it got to a point where you're just like... Right, which it was laughable. Right, like, it was laughable. Why would, I, why would exactly, you trust this? Exactly, exactly. I, I don't trust it. But I'm just happy that it's still there and it could add something to our season. Because we need it. We need some fucking boosts. From places that we don't expect, you know, um, and like Bayadine coming back and getting a goal, like that's not something that you know we'd ever thought would would happen in a game of Chelsea when we're down to ten men. But that's I, that's I don't, I don't know about that. He did that two years. No, ago. I know, I know. But Bayadine, <laughs> he did it at the again, right? Oh. I was like, ah, Bayadine loves its goal against Chelsea. But um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's for Arsenal. Things are looking up slowly but surely, and. I think our team is building up to a point where we're, we're going to get a few wins in a row. We're, we've got a good run of games coming up. Um, and I think that this this run of games coming up for us is, is going to let us go up the table and rack up a few wins. Everyone else seems to be playing each other in the next few games, like Chelsea, Leicester. I think you guys play United next after that. And Tottenham play City, Tottenham. and then they play Wolves, I think, after that or something. So there's a lot of, a lot we of have, teams. We have Tottenham at home also. Right, what I was saying. exactly. Yeah. The next, Leicester, the next three United games... Tottenham. I think all of you guys play each other. Tottenham, Wolves, Chelsea, United are all you guys are all playing each other in the next few games. So there's gonna be a lot of 
movement if Arsenal if we can get the wins in these next few games. So I think this is it, the, this it, is huge for us right now. It would now. have to go. This with, is the it, biggest it would have part to be of the a season. A lot of draws, or if either team, uh, either of those teams, I any think one be, of those, yeah, four a lot of those teams, won, are, yeah, it would have to be. The wins would have to be set or uh, spread out, spread out, which is what them. I think is going to happen. Because I think, if even right. if one of them, if like we win two of those three games against Leicester, Manchester United, and Tottenham, yeah, I, I mean, think we're I'm, ro- top four. I'm rooting for Leicester. We win two of those games. I want Leicester to beat you guys, but you yeah, know, you should absolutely. Everyone should. Everyone yeah. should. Everyone else should be rooting against Chelsea. But I, my point is, I don't think that's going to happen. One team, I think, is going to separate themselves and kind of make the push for fourth. Right. And if that happens, like it most likely will, you're not getting top four so is the aim here just back into Europa yeah I mean I'd, I definitely I definitely you want, want Europa next year would you rather not have Europa and just focus fully on the league and try to like retain get back into top four I kind of think it's always good now to have Europa because you have to be able like getting that extra way to get into the Champions League seems to be really important with how competitive the Premier League's getting. There's always going to be a couple teams now that are going to be left out that you're going to be like, ooh, maybe that team should be in the Champions it's League. the ultimate contingency plan. It's like, oh, yeah. well, this league season didn't work out. I guess uh, we're going focus all on in. Europa. We're going all in and on And, I this. mean, it's still a European title. People still are relatively happy to win it and don't maybe not consider their, their season a full success if you win it, but you still think, hey, I got into the Champions League from this. So. You guys would be ecstatic. You yeah, we'd be pretty happy. You've won a European we trophy before. Nope. Oh. Nope. It'd be a big deal for Arsenal. Yeah. Well, not that big of a deal. It'd be a little deal. It'd be a huge deal. Huge deal. <laughs> Stop. Uh, <laughs> it would be the ultimate writing of a wrong from last season. Right? It'd be narr- narratively, it, it would, would be, be great for you. Arteta would be like, I am the true Spanish manager here. I am the captain Was now. Was that title up for up for grabs with Unai Emery? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I am the captain now. But yeah. Not much competition. Okay, let's move on to the biggest game probably of the weekend. Tottenham hosting Manchester City Sunday at 11.30 a.m. We, we flirted. With Tottenham getting a result, I mean, they're as our bets of the week. Mourinho, they they, they signed uh, Steve Ber- Bergwijn, Steven Bergwijn, I think. Bergwijn, yeah, Ber- the uh, it's a Dutch pronunciation, a Dutch, a very Dutch, Dutch pronunciation. Winger from PSV, who's been lighting up the Dutch league for a few years now. Would you say he's the Dutch Raheem Sterling? Yeah, absolutely. He's like he's, but he's been in. He hasn't left the Dutch league yet. He's been there. But banging he's been playing goals, Champions League. And he's getting been good. assists. Yeah, getting assists, getting goals. And he's he's a pretty damn good player. I think he's better. I think he's going to be an upgrade on Lucas. You're, you'll probably see him playing for Holland at the Euros this summer, and that's a Holland team that a lot of people are probably right in saying are in the conversation. For Especially winning if the Euros. Memphis Depay doesn't make it back, I think he's has like a pretty bad injury. I don't think he will, but that's where players like Berwine and Berwine is going to play. Yeah, and a couple. No, others. I think they need him, but. Uh, yeah, it's interesting that that they got a player like that, um, and that this Dutch team is is getting to the next level, and it seems like he's part of this Dutch team. So they might be getting a steal here. I mean, they only paid something like thirty million for him, um, which in this market, you he's know, in his early twenties. Yeah, he's in his early twenties, twenty three, twenty four. A lot of room to improve, like I said, and he, I think he'll be a big upgrade on Lucas. He's got a lot of pace. He can score goals, and players like that. We've talked about it before on the pod. Like they give, they give a lot of trouble to Premier League defenses, especially at the beginning. Um, and you never know with someone coming from the Dutch league, though. We, this could be that, this could be a Vincent Janssen. But that's for center forwards. No, yeah, I was gonna say he's this, not a center forward. Yeah, he's a that's winger. true. He's right. a winger for sure. A Vincent Janssen or like a Klaus Jan Huntelaar. I mean, Huntelaar was pretty good outside of the Dutch league once he left. But there's a there's a very specific. But thing then there's like Holland oh, Luis Suarez the was Premier the ultimate league. like. 
he came from the Dutch league and destroyed coming from well, the, the Dutch league. Well, the ones league. who came and were successful were super successful. Exactly. Like Van Persie and Van Nistelrooy. Van, and, right, exactly. Uh, and all those. Uh, and then the ones who came for big money and weren't successful were absolute duds. Exactly. Like, uh, yeah. It's the ones like you mentioned. Yeah. Jensen's probably the poster boy for that now. But the biggest reason I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan, objectively, of the, of the Tottenham signing of Berwyn is that uh, they obviously, it's well documented, they're probably not going to have Harry Kane for the rest of the season. Son and Ali have kind of been occupying those spaces more, mostly Son. Los Celso also signed permanently, I think. They made the, yeah. the loan move permanent. Right. But I, I'm talking in terms of, like, if, if Son is being moved more as a dedicated center forward, kind of a false nine, more of a Lacazette That's where I like kind him. Of I think that's forward. where he's the, at his best. I, I, where there's he, a good argument. Up top there's a good himself. argument that they're just as good with him up there, maybe even better than when Kane's up there. I think. I oh, think, I think they're better with. Kane. All right, January first, I, I think twenty twenty. It took Alex I think this than, long to I think realize they're better this. When they have Harry oh, Kane, okay, in he's pack tracking. Never, never mind. is the wide player because the pace and the and, and the ability and. But they don't uh, win as many games when the when with that. That's just not true. Players. They almost won the league. T- they challenged for the league title twice with those two players playing those right. roles. And almost Harry Kane's just been brutalized with injuries because yeah. they mismanaged him terribly. So, but I'm just saying, under these circumstances, with Son not really in contention for those wide area positions anymore, he's now focusing on scoring the goals, doing what Kane can't anymore. Bringing in Berwin is like one of the setup guys with. Whether it's Lamella or Mora, whoever else, they also have this Jetson Fernandez uh, player, the center midfielder from Portugal. They signed a couple of weeks ago. He's a center midfielder. They've made some moves in this window. They've made understated couple, moves. Couple, couple that, moves. You know, they they had to make them. Uh, just like United had to go out and get like Bruno Fernandez, they had to make some kind of move because both of them are six points off. I'm just I'm interested to see how it how it plays out. It's a lot of pressure on Berwin to like, get them back into Champions League. We didn't mention that Arsenal signed uh, center back Paulo Mari. Because no one cares. Uh, Flamengo. No one cares. No, he's pretty good. Twenty-six year old. <laughs> Signed him on loan. He they won Copa Libertadores and he won um, the Brazilian league last year, and he played for. He was on loan. He was owned by Manchester City for three years. Played on loan in Spain. Um, Girona, yeah. Deportivo La Coruña, right. and one Dutch team. I can't remember which one. Yeah, but, but he's been around uh, Europe and yeah, he he's really just recently come into his own and. It looks like he could be a good signing for us for the second half of the year. But yeah, back to the Tottenham Man City game. We haven't talked about Man City, but I was thinking of Paolo Mari just because you know he, he well, we was have, a we City player. We have to make sure transfers for Tottenham. Yeah, you know, that's like significant exactly. difference. Exactly, and but uh, but also for Man City. I mean, you think that they would have looked for a center back or something, someone uh, during this January window to help them. Uh, you know, but maybe they don't really care about the the league at this point. They know they're a lock for top four, and they're just you know they're going to try and focus on winning all the other cups. Well, yeah, they've got Laporte back. That was the big one, right? Yeah, I guess now that he's Sheffield. back, they probably aren't worried. As worried that probably for should center be. Back. They should be, but <laughs> probably should be. I mean, what else? Like, who's next to him? But Guardiola loves his Fernandinho at center back, so or Stones when he's back. I right. guess you could put him next to Laporte. Right. Laporte makes players look better. He's like Van Dyke in that regard. I'm, I'm not sure whether you can definitively say people have forgotten that, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does come back and have that big of an impact that they maybe don't need another. He just has to stay healthy. Right for for that to happen. Um, in any case, I think most people are favored Manchester we, uh, City. Yeah, yeah. Tottenham's uh, no, form is Man not City great. is definitely the favorite in this. Even uh, Tottenham's home form has not been great. Um, they haven't been very good at home, and they've been struggling to score goals. They've been getting like one or two goals um, in their last few games. 
They haven't. They haven't just. They haven't been banging in the goals under Mourinho. But I mean, since when has a Mourinho team ever been really banging in the goals? They have one win in their last five. Stop with that. They Stop won two that. one Norwich. Stop with that misinformation. Mourinho broke the record for most goals scored in a La Liga season, the year after one of the greatest Barcelona teams of all time. Right. Had right, it. Right. You know? Okay. So. Right. You know that record stood yeah, until fair, the Suarez, Neymar, Messi team. But now was, he still got that record. Tottenham have had a relatively easy run of games. They played Norwich twice. They played Southampton. They played um, Liverpool, and they played Watford. And they've only gotten one win in the last five. And uh, they've not been on good form under Mourinho. We kind of thought they had that little manager bump for a couple of games there, where you know, everyone, everyone was thinking, "Ah, oh, they're like, was it that much of a manager back? bump? They got like three wins. Didn't I think, you expect on more? I, I would make the I ex- case. I thought Mourinho, it was going to be more. Mourinho yeah. is underperforming. Right I think. Now. I, I think. I think. I think it's unfair to say that because I don't think it's his team. Yeah, I think it's also not his team. Sure. I think you got to give him. He's obviously forming his team. He's going to bring some players in. I'm sure in the summer. Judge him next year. How about this? I'll give him till the summer, and if he doesn't get rid of players like Eric Dyer in the right. summer, or like. I mean, maybe they keep Serge Aurier. Maybe they've invested so much money, but like these players that so obviously make. Significant really like Serge Aurier in big games like this. Or, yeah, Aurier has like a sneaky number of like assists. He's got like four or five assists. But, but like, I don't think he has any other options. I think it's just Kai Walker yeah. Peters and Aurier. He just so. loaned Kai Walker Peters out. Did he? Wow. To Southampton. He yeah. must really be confident in uh, Aurier then. I mean, my, my point is. Oh, and he's got he Sessegnon. I forgot of, about that. If he doesn't get rid of some of those players that are very much part of the old guard that it's kind of clear now aren't really up to the job, Dyer is the main one I think of, then. You know, then I'm going to start being way more. Don't you think this team, like with that uh, Getson Fernandez kid and um, Ryan Sessignon, Lo Celso, there could be like a new look. Uh, yeah, Berwin, Berwin. How what do you say his name? Ber Berwin. 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 Okay, Berwin. Um, but yeah, that could be like a new look Tottenham side for the second half of the season. I think we could see a, like a different side forming in the second half of the year. Maybe we even see it against City here. Maybe he trots out like a different lineup with a few of these players starting and, and surprises City. Um, and that could be where maybe like a draw, they get a draw out of this game. I could see it happening. I but, could see like a two-two, back and forth affair. But but you're um, not, you can't see it because, because City, of Tottenham. Because you City can see been it playing because of City. Yes, because of City, and because they've been inconsistent. Because they've been playing a lot of games recently, but they've been on pretty pretty great form in the league. Four wins, five draws. They've been getting you know they piped Villa six-one, um, beat Sheffield away, which not many teams did. Beat Everton. They, they 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 shut out Sheffield Sheffield United twice. They, it seems like in the league they've been rounding back on form. Maybe they got Laporte back and Tottenham have been pretty shit. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three two Man City. Oh okay, as many. But as I think two. Tottenham. Yeah, I think Tottenham will yeah. get some goals. I think Tottenham. I mean, they've been attacking under United under Mourinho this year, even though they've been struggling to get goals. They've been trying to attack, and I think Lacelso, Cessignon. I think Mourinho's gonna have to attack here. He's. I think he's now gonna, we have to mention the Ericsson. Departure. Oh yeah, we forgot about that. He uh, he signed for Inter Milan. I think it was only for twenty million, something, something like that. No, yeah. Nothing, nothing big because he's coming down to the end of his contract. But still more than they paid for him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it is still more than they. Paid I don't for know him. what effect that has on Tottenham in, in, in the perspective he, of this game. He wasn't game. really. He wasn't really that big of a factor. He would come on. He was almost like a negative off the bench. He was almost a negative when he would come on. He wouldn't. He wouldn't play that well. You yeah. could tell he didn't want to be there. How about this? I'll I'll twist it or I'll spin it so that. Lo Celso, feeling he's uh, the man freed yeah. with his new contract, his permanent signing right. for Tottenham. He's Mourinho's man. He's the creative hub of the midfield and linking everything between there and the, the, the front three. 
maybe he shows up uh, even more. I mean, that would be like this would be the game to do it in. Right, it's the prime time game at the end of the weekend against the reigning league champions and one of the best. Deli Ali also couple of goals in his last couple of games. Looks like he's you know I'm not going to bet under Mourinho. I'm I'm going to no, no, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be a fun game. I'm going to say I'm going to say three two city. Yeah, I'll say like two one, two one city. Uh, Yeah. So I want to check in on the the bottom of the table real quick. We've got a couple games coming up on the Saturday 10 a.m. slot. Uh, I'm not sure which of these, if any, will be on TV because they'll be showing Liverpool Southampton on TV during that time. But Bournemouth are going to host Aston Villa during that 10 a.m. time slot on Saturday. Uh, Aston Villa coming in have just had a couple of results recently, or one result, the one against yeah, Watford, to get one them out of the get relegation. Out of the relegation. They're up in 16th, but only on 25 points. Everyone's There's... playing musical chairs right now in those. Right. And then Bournemouth... Uh, got a win recently to kind of alleviate some stress against Brighton, which has kind of pulled Brighton back down into things. Uh, but they're still in uh, 18th place on 23 points. Huge relegation six-pointer, uh, but also happening at the same time, West Ham hosting Brighton. West Ham, 17th place, only outside of the relegation zone on goal difference, but 23 points, the same as uh, as uh, Bournemouth and I think uh, Norwich. No, not Norwich. What other team? No, what's your bottom? Uh, Watford. Watford, also on 23. So that's really tight. Uh, they might even be... No, okay. I thought the loss to Liverpool today might have knocked them down even further. Meanwhile, Brighton are up in 15th place on 25 points. Again, very much down in this relegation fight. Uh, my bet of the week is actually for Brighton to bounce back and win at West Ham this week with both teams scoring. Uh, plus 420, giggity. Okay, ha-ha. Ha-ha, yeah. Nice, if you know, you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm just a fan of Graham Potter, and even when Brighton have hit like bad patches yeah, before say, in this season, I feel like when yeah, it matters, they bounce recently. back. They've, they've been very back. unlucky recently. Uh, they almost always possess their opponents, and they've had a lot of shots in that uh, Bournemouth game before Bournemouth. Ramsdale was a monster. Went up three nil. They made like their keeper made like five saves, and Brighton were all Ramsdale over them. Ramsdale was crazy. You, Brighton was could have won that game like three nil if if the game had gone a little bit differently in the first half. Sure. They could have just piped Bournemouth. So Bournemouth were dreadful and won three one. And um, the game before against Villa, I think they had a red card. They 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 got a draw against Chelsea. I think they got they got a they beat us right they beat bournemouth they got they've been, they've been pretty good recently especially in these uh relegation games like they beat bournemouth 2-0 and you got to think that this is going to be a game that they're they're looking at the schedule and saying if we got to win this game or at least not to at put, least not lose cuz then you, all of a sudden you've got this bournemouth game, up a, like a, up a level with you exactly and you don't know how that other game with west ham and uh well no, sorry they beat west ham you know how that other game with villa who are right below uh Brighton, how that's going to go. It's all going to affect each other. I'll actually probably be watching those games instead of the Liverpool-Southampton game. I'm just going to say, yeah, I've seen better. plenty of Liverpool this year. I, I, I like them. They're, they play really well. They're a really good team. But this relegation scrap is like finally starting to like come to fruition. Where yeah, it's we definitely were, getting really interesting. You couldn't really discern between a lot of the mid-table teams and some of these, uh, these relegations. I mean, you know the Norwiches, the Villas... They're going to be in a bit of a slog because of the injuries. And there's a couple other teams like this West Ham team. I think it's been understated how bad they have been. And Moyes hasn't yeah. really given them new any stadium, kind of bump. New stadium, you know, bought we'll lots of players. Yeah, they, don't, they have a lot of overpaid players who right. don't, don't do anything. show up for the amount of right. money that they're being Absolutely. paid. It's really obscene. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty confident Brighton are going to go there and give West Ham their, their, their second loss and 
for their third loss in a row at home because they lost to West Brom from the championship in the FA Cup last week. So um, I, I don't have a bet for the Bournemouth-Aston Villa game, uh, but I do like the fight that Aston Villa showed to win that game in the last minute against Watford. Uh, to come back from 1-0 down. Yeah, it makes down you think they're going to they're, they're going to fight to not get relegated. Their fans are uh I give them like a are, slither of a chance, but yeah, still not. Their much. fans are, you know, are, are are very fanatical and you can hear a lot of noise in their stadium like every time they score there. They're, now they're in a really cup loud. final. Yeah. They're in a cup final against Manchester City. So. They just lost 5-1-2. Right. 6-1. So <laughs> 6-1. We'll okay. We'll, we'll see, see how that goes. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Good but, luck with that, Villa. Yep. Uh but yeah. Let's touch on our bets of the week one more time before we go. Like I just mentioned, Brighton, I think, are going to win at West Ham. Both teams are going to score plus 420, giggity. Javier has United and Wolves to score and for it to be a draw, plus 350. So I'm feeling confident about that. Andrew couldn't get his bets in this week. Like we said, Super Bowl week. He's been very busy, just, but he'll get, he'll get something up we on We need to gain media. some points on you guys this week. This is the week to do it. Let's go. Could Fuck be. Burnley. Could be. Oba Hattrick. Game points on us. You should be you should be looking at overtake Southampton first, man, before you start thinking about us. So you mean the Southampton, Newcastle, Everton. You should be looking at the Southampton Liverpool game. That's the game that you're like, oh man, we can make up. Right, points we can on jump. We can jump Southampton, and we might be able to jump Sheffield this weekend. Uh, yeah, we're level on points with Palace, Everton, Southampton, Burnley, and Newcastle. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna kill myself. So lower lower your horizon. Lower, lower your view Stop. down to the middle middle of the table. <laughs> Javier, thank you for having me. Uh, Andrew will get his picks up on social media most likely later this week. Uh, you can follow us on social media for Andrew at Andrew Pissarro. Uh, for me, at ASMOS92 on Twitter and Instagram and at JavierRev9 on Instagram and, of course, at GhostGoldPod on both platforms. Enjoy the games this weekend and until next time, bye